Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Do you want to mention temperatures dropping? Time to start thinking tropical. No more white snow. What about white sand? Puerto Vallarta. Jet away with 630 Chad's Jalen I in January on an amazing all-inclusive winter holiday tour that includes seven nights at a five-star beachfront Maryville Armory Resort plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. On sale now for just $21.95. Book your spot today by reaching out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. And we'll tell you the best pizza in the city still making it great. It's Royal Pizza. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca. Download their app, the Royal Pizza app from the App Store, Royal Pizza, where the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. We've had an extended conversation on Taylor Hall. I uh, cut off uh, the caller, uh, Ahmed, so I apologize, and we're going to bring him back in here. Uh, so you had a couple points there. We addressed the one. Uh, move forward, okay? Sorry about that. Thanks for waiting over the break. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, just uh, your thoughts on two things. So one, if we do, you know, if there's a deal done for Hall, say in the offseason, we sign him, um, what do you think that looks like in terms of salary cap? You know, do we want to follow the Leafs model and have, you know, three, four guys with heavy salaries? So do you do you think that that prevents us from adding a lot of depth by getting Hall? Totally. And then the last totally, question I have. Yep, totally oh, fair perspective oh, by you. Keep going, yep. And then the last thing I want your thoughts on, uh, I know there's a lot of speculation, but what, in your opinion, what do you think the chances are that Hall does come back to Edmonton? All right. Uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for waiting, okay? And I'll, I'll so, uh, well, you know, was it, I'm just trying to think, who wrote, was it Burnside or LeBrun that sort of wrote the potential target destinations? I, I think Edmonton would have you know, be one of the top five potential places. So maybe a 20% chance. Is that fair? If Right? If, if You know, like, everybody's... So in free agency, I would assert to you all 31 teams would be in on Taylor Hall. 
But by a trade, there's only so many teams that can actually go get them. And it's going to be teams that are going for it that are going to want to upgrade. So a team like Detroit, they're not going to go get – they're not going to trade for Hall. Uh, the Rangers, I mean, they've signed Panarin. They've spent their money. They're not going to – and people say, well, wait a sec. You guys got McDavid and Drysdale. It's it, it's different because it's a rental situation. I don't see the New York Rangers trying to make the playoffs this year. I think they recognize where they're at. I think they'd have about a 20% chance of getting them. Now, Colorado has more assets. They haven't had a propensity to spend, and they've got things laid out. I know that for a fact. They got a guy there, Chris McFarland, who uh, did a lot of the spade work on the absolute theft uh, that uh, the Colorado organization got out of Ottawa and Nashville on that three-way deal with uh, Matt Duchesne. So they they are a budget, despite the fact that they have very deep-pocketed ownership. That ownership hasn't been spending on the Avs for the last several years, and they're going to have to. They just bumped up Rantanen. They're going to have to re-up McKinnon at some point and Landeskog. Those guys are key core pieces. Obviously, Kale McCarr is going to cost some significant money in his next contract. They've even, like, Bowen Byron might have been able to play this year. He might have been able to play. Hasn't gone great this year for the Vancouver Giants, by the way, in the Western Hockey League. 780-496-0063. That is our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. So, yeah, I'd say 20%. What was the, sorry, what was the other question he asked me? Uh, did he ask me money? What the what the potential money would be? It depends if Hall would take a, uh, if he would maybe do a, a HOSA deal for a year, right? And Ken Holland has been able to execute those. And again, the parameter of what I discussed was the orders would not give up Bouchard or Broberg, and they would lottery protect a first-round pick. Would Paul Yarby be part of And Epstein's mother, by the way, is text the show and our Ashley Finefloor's text line at 780-496-0063. So is it beneficial or non-beneficial that Paul Yarby can't play this year? Well, it doesn't matter. Like if you're, right, if you trade him to a team that's at 48 or 49 contracts, he doesn't count, right? His contract doesn't count this season. The, the organization gets the rights. So... I could see Paul Yarvey being, like, theoretically, I you know, if, if you were to step up and go get Hall in New Jersey, wanted Paul Yarvey, I'd include him in the deal. For sure. Absolutely. All day. I wouldn't include, for me, Bouchard or Broberg. John Shannon said he wouldn't include Sam Arukov. That shows you the valuation in defense. We got hundreds of texts. It's been a popular topic on today's show. What a surprise. Ah... Uh, Okay, well, thank you, Sunshine uh, Suji, for texting back to the show. I, I thought that that was somebody else when I saw the number at first. <laughs> Didn't know that. Uh, Bob, did you say that net was the word? I think we did say net was the word. I read that at the wrong time, didn't I? So. You can definitely hear it again. 20 after 4 on the 6.30 chat. There we go. Jalen and I. This Again, it's 6.20. Thanks. I'm just trying to catch this new text message. So what do you think of this new text messaging system, Brendan? I think we're feeling it out. Okay. Thank, boy, that's a polite terminology. Yep, it sure was. Uh, Victor says, John is right. As much as I'd love to see Taylor Hall back in an Oilers jersey for a playoff push this year, the price would be too high for a long-term uh, team plan under Canada Holland. Uh uh, it could be possible signing come July 1st, depending upon how much cap space, uh, how much the cap is going up, and if Holland can make it work. 
In my opinion, Hall would need to take a very team-friendly deal to make it work, but seeing as he never wanted to leave and he knows this team is going to contend annually for a long time to come, he might just take a uh, uh, pay cut to do it. So there's a text. Uh, we got a Jay out of Fort Mac. Bob, Sam Rukoff would be the guy to move for Hall, plus, of course, some salary players. Last time we, I checked, we were pretty uh, well off on future left-shot uh, defensemen, including uh, Nurse, Clefbaum, Jones, Broberg, Lagason, Savarukov. You'd have to give up something to get something. Uh, doubt Shiro wants anything to do with Paul Yarby. Uh, okay. Not sure about that. Coach Mike says a million times, yes, I'd bring back Hall. Uh... This text says, uh, the Hall deal, what about uh, Paul Yarby, Caleb Jones, and a second? Another texter says, flat out, no. We're getting to the text that came in around 113. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, we, the fans, love Taylor Hall, and he loved Edmonton and its fans. In a dream world, it'd be wonderful. In the real world, I think it's unfeasible financially. We can't ransom our future for sentimentality unless it fulfills Taylor Hall's own aspirations to come home. Again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We the fans love Taylor Hall. I get the sense that not all the fans. There, there seem to be some guys out there that, not a lot, small percentage. I've talked about this with Jason Greger over the years. That there's uh, some mouth breathers out there that like to take some personal shots at guys. Well, and beyond that, like a lot of that to me is based on those rumors that you just had to address with a caller. Like, unless you 100% saw it, and even then you don't, like, you know, I used to go to uh, Barry Cheese with John Sexsmith uh, back in the late 1980s and early 90s. And you know what we did when the players were there? What did you think we did? I bet you you left. We le- well, or kept to your darn selves. We were at least four to six tables away from them. We would not go near them. And you know what? Occasionally, like I, I won't tell you which ones, but the leaders sometimes, like, and I was totally on the periphery. And John was a little bit more established at that, a lot more established at that stage. You know, maybe some Coors Light got sent to our tables, right? And we just thanks, but we knew. You know, because, I mean, I started working for Molestar in, like, 1995, 96. So we were around a bit. There weren't as many media guys, right, as today. But you knew to respect them. Like, when we go out, I can tell you right now, when we go out on the road, like, there's certain, I, I don't know if people know this, but teams have rules. Like, one of the team rules are, as a general rule of thumb in the NHL circles, players do not tend to, you don't see players in hotel bars as a rule of thumb. That is a general rule that you don't see. So that's every hotel. You know, we stay at nice hotels. I don't tell you which ones we stay at, but we stay at nice hotels. And you try, you, it's, it's no different than like, you know, while you're on the plane, you got to know what the injury is. I'm not telling you any. I don't turn around to look to see who, you know, our therapists are icing after a game. There's a professional respect and courtesy that takes place there. Okay? and And frankly... Part of me hopes players have a little bit of fun, guys being guys on the road. Just like Brendan, what have I said to you? Have fun. You're how old are you? Twenty five? Yes, sir. Enjoy life. And you will make mistakes. Cause I've made all of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know. And I'll be damned if Wes Montgomery didn't say that to me. 
25 years ago. Stoff, you're going to make some mistakes along the way. I know. I made a lot of them, which is why I thoroughly admired. The guys that I always worried about are the guys that thought they were perfect or thought they were the best. Oh, I'm the best. I'm the, I'm the most talented broadcaster alive. Really? Okay. Or, you know, look at me. I'm better than you because this is how I think about this situation. What's, what's that called? Virtue signaling? Every day I wake up, look in the mirror, and go to myself, what the hell happened? <laughs> uh, and think, how can we get better? So we've had seven different texts in the last hour not want to talk about this issue and want to talk about officiating. I do not want to talk about officiating. There was a, a moment last night. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to talk about it on Monday. Okay. Uh, 146, Edmonton. We'll get to this day in order's history. It was from a different era. Uh, in an era. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When, uh, well, there were a few more goals scored, and uh, it involves a guy named Bouchard. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat. Just for the record, just as we wrap up uh, this point here, this conversation point, it's incumbent upon a general manager to look at all possible manners and ways to improve the team. Right? That's what the good ones do. And... The, there were a lot of people that did not believe that the Edmonton Oilers could move Milan Lucic. They got James Neal, who's got 14 goals and 18 points. He's doubled his goal outcome from last year. I know some of you will nitpick and talk about plus-minus, but I'd say he's been a pretty good addition. And we probably didn't see that the uh, contract could get moved last year. The Lucic contract. So you never know what can happen. In this. Can I add one thing here for those people who think that he would not want to return here? I mean, maybe if there's personal reasons, that is what it is. But I don't understand why anyone in the NHL wouldn't want to play with one of McDavid, Dreisaitl, or even Nugent Hopkins if that's how it shook down. Like, that's that's a way of making yourself better as a player when you play with a playmaker like that or any of those three. You know, I, I mean, I remember when Shattenkirk was, uh, you know, and, and he wanted to play in Eastern Seaboard, but for the trade deadline purposes... He was totally open to coming to a place where a right-shot offensive defenseman might be able to help a power play. Uh, this was in the 16-17 season. So uh, there you have it. And by the way, he's got his game back in Tampa after having a couple tough years with the New York Rangers. To this, So we'll just, just see what happens. I mean, again, could it? Never say never. Uh, will it? Well, I mean, there's other places... You know, there's going to be, again, I don't think there's 31 teams during the course of the season. There might only be 12 teams. There might only be eight teams that would pursue it that it kind of makes sense for. 
Uh, to this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on a great road trip to Chicago. Packages include tours of Wrigley and Soldier Field and great lower bowl game tickets at the United Center. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. On this day in 1981, a lot of defense in this one. <laughs> the Oilers suffer a 9-8 loss in Quebec. Yes, 9-8. Mark Messier scores a hat-trick for the Oilers. Anton Stasny has a goal and four assists for the Nordiques. Goaltenders Ron Lowe and Dan Bouchard both played the entire game. 9-8. 9-8. Yeah. It, it makes what's happening right now with McDavid and Drysaddle both being over 50 points. We're not even 30 games into the season. It's a remarkable accomplishment. No scoring is up this year. Um... It's an exciting time if you're an Oilers fan. Absolutely an exciting time. Tomorrow, Mark Spector, the horses and horse race in Alberta, presenting live standard bread racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino Post Time at 7.15. I would say we probably receive somewhere between 12 to 15 texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line about this. Oh, look at the video. Take a look at the video with Shane and Gagne. Again, Come on, man. Seriously? Really? And you know what happened here today, Brennan, is, is we, we because we got into the conversation point with John Shannon about Hall, that lent itself to a lot of response via uh, text messaging. So we kind of altered the direction of today's show, and we took some calls and went interactive. Um, but I, I, I am going to get at some point, just to wrap up here in the final three minutes, which NFL player right now do you want to watch? I mean, because there were two games this past weekend. One that ended all hopes for a team that I follow closely, the Alabama Crimson Tide against Auburn. Alabama threw two pick sixes, got uh, screwed on a a field goal opportunity that was awarded to Auburn at the end of the half when the refs uh, misjudged how much, uh, you know, allowed the time to run out on a play right at the end of the first half. And if they just whistled it in with one second left, Auburn wouldn't have been able to get their field goal unit on the field. They won by a field goal in the game. Alabama hit the goal post on about a 30-yarder with two minutes left. Uh, so I watched that game. And then on Sunday, did you watch the Baltimore-San Francisco game? I sure did. That was old-school, hard-nosed, tough football. Mm. San Francisco's defense is good. They are. And, and, and when you're still leaving a, a game in which Jackson had, I think, only about 105 passing yards, 100 rushing yards, whatever, but he's still just like, y- you just know you witnessed something special. That says everything about him and what he's capable of doing. Is he right now, do you think, uh, the most exciting player in the National Football League? Yes. Yes? His multi-threat ability yeah. and the way that he runs the ball. I've never seen anybody work in space the way that he does. His jukes, his, his he can stop on a dime. It's incredible. He breaks guys' ankles. Literally, le- yeah. Left, left and I, I just, again, I remember the, I laughed because they showed him at the combine and he was uh, thrown and he, he said he wasn't going to run because, you know, oh, well, they, they want him to run for the wide receivers and the running backs. Uh, t- you know, how does he compare? And he just goes, I run a 4-3-40. That's what I run. I'm not running. I'm here to be a quarterback. I'm going to be a quarterback. He's pretty good. That I mean, the, the the weather conditions were terrible. The ball was slick. Neither of the two, and the, both defenses, I mean, the 49ers, with the drop-off of the Patriots over the last couple of weeks, I think it could be asserted that the, the 49ers not have the best defense in the league or one of the top two or three defenses in the league. It's, it's, was that a Super Bowl preview yesterday? 
I, th- I thought about that when I was watching it. Yeah. Well, like, Although, you know what? My Texans made a pretty strong statement on national TV. I don't know if they can stay healthy enough to get all that they're way. They're not but... beating Baltimore. Baltimore kicked the snot out we'll of them earlier. Oh, we'll come see. on. They're not beating. <laughs> no, and Deshaun, right, and Deshaun right. Watson is really good. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, you know, he beat Alabama himself the one year. that Clemson's probably going to win this year. I'm telling you that right now. They're probably going to win the NCAA. They don't play anybody else. They haven't beat a top 25 team all season. You know who else hasn't beat a top 25 team all season now? Alabama. They've had two games against teams ranked in the top 15, lost them both. Albeit uh, one to LSU, who are four at the time, and LSU is currently two or three. So Ohio State, number one. How about that? The the Big Ten. We Matt, we got to get Matt McConnell on from Arizona because he always juices me about how weak the SEC is, even though multiple SEC teams have won championships in the last two decades. Ohio State is 15-1 and one against Michigan in the last 16 games. That ain't close. The BC Lions hired Rick Campbell as head coach today. Take him off the list for the job here at Edmonton. Tomorrow, Spectre. Tonight, Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. What do you got rolling? You will hear from Eskimos president and CEO Chris Presson. They announced something pretty exciting for multi-sport fans here in our city. Uh, Senators radio color analyst Gord Wilson. Spokane Chiefs defenseman Ty Smith had his name called for national team selection camp, uh, World Junior style, a little earlier today. So hear from him and then more on the annual Oil Kings teddy bear toss game. Well, I'm going to make a prediction. Ty Smith will get traded. He's a New Jersey Devils first-round pick, and he will get traded in the Western Hockey League this year by the deadline. So that might be a deal that gets done. He's going to make the World Junior team. We know that. That'll get a deal that gets made maybe during the World Juniors and not announced until after, but I will predict he gets traded. I'm often wrong. Thank you to everybody uh, for listening, and I get reinforced how wrong I am on a daily basis by my wife and my daughter. It's a wonderful thing. Have a great Monday. Uh, up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Jet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.